This is Health Matters with Sipla. There's been a lot of buzz over the last few years, especially about the importance of gut health. But what role does it play in our general health exactly? And how do we manage and maintain this important part of our body? Now, to help me answer these questions and more, I'm joined today by Dr. Justina Voino, who is a pathologist specializing in the field of medical microbiology. And she heads up the Lancet Molecular and Microbiology Lab in Cape Town. Doctor, it's lovely to chat to you. Thank you so much for having me here, Ryan. It's great to be on Health Matters. Thank you. Um, yeah. We've heard so much about good bacteria, and I see these little fighters going out there and doing their job. Please tell us a little bit about gut microbiota and microbiome. Sure. Um, they're actually, the, these terms are used interchangeably, but okay. um, when we talk about microbiota, it's actually we're talking about the bugs that are in, in our body or in an environment. And when we're talking about the microbiome, it's actually just the DNA and the RNA that they contain, but often people refer to them either one or the other. Um, but what's amazing is that these little fighters, these little bugs, as you call them, they um, 53% of the cells in our body are actually made up of bugs. Um, people don't realize that we're actually more non-human than human. Um, and so only 47% of our human cells are actually human. human. Um, and the rest of them, um, people don't believe me when I tell them. It's actually not only bacteria, um, and I'm talking about the gut specifically, sure. but we see parasites. Um, I look under the microscope and we see all sorts of little fungi. Um, we've got viruses in there, um, mostly bacteria in the gut, but that all is contained within our, um, when we talk about the gut microbiota or the microbiome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us some more about the, the role that this plays, obviously, in health and disease, and specifically the microbiome. So... Um, a, a lot of people don't realize how absolutely essential this this organ, if I could put it that way, is. Right. Um, what it does, I think most importantly, it, it's, um, it stops invading pathogens from coming into the, the gut. Yeah. Um, it um, also trains the immune system. So it makes us tolerant. So we have to get exposed to a lot of bugs when we are little and growing mm. up and yeah. actually throughout our lives so that we don't so we, we are tolerant not only to allergens to prevent us from getting asthma mm. eczema allergies um, and autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis as an example and um, they help with digestion sure. of food um, help us absorb nutrients uh, they produce various vitamins and help us with absorption of minerals mm. Um, and uh, um, also have a lot of metabolic pathways. So um, if you think about all the medication that we take, mm. um, breaking down and absorption of the medicines and breaking down of toxins that we're exposed to. Mm. Um, so that's from a health point of view. Um, in terms of disease, what we have noticed, unfortunately, is uh, due to our lifestyle, um, you know, any associated abnormality in these bugs. Mm. Um, so whether it's their function or the abundance of them mm. um, has been associated with a lot of different things. So sure. we've seen um, a depression, uh, autism, uh, diabetes, um, obesity is also actually associated with the abnormal bugs. Um, things like rheumatoid arthritis, which are immunological lupus, um, heart disease. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Um, it's actually quite scary. Um, and gut disorders like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's sure. disease. Yeah. Okay. What affects microbiota uh, and, and, and what can be done about it? So, unfortunately, everything, if I can say that. Um, if, I, if I had to say one word, I'd probably say industrialization. Okay. Um, and we've seen this kind of disappearing microbiome 
um, effects over the last couple of years. And because we're exposed to so many things, mm. toxins, pollution, um, obviously antibiotics, which is one thing sure. uh, that affects us as well. Um, but not only antibiotics, other things that can kill bacteria are chemotherapy, um, you know, oral contraceptives, um, and unfortunately diet. So, mm. you know, the, the poor foods that we're eating these days, yeah. um, being inactive, yeah. Uh, you know, cesarean sections, not being exposed to the vaginal microbiota, yeah. um, not getting breast milk, but formula feeding, sure. um, and things like stress, yeah. not sleeping. Um, you know, we found that um, stress can decrease the amount of good bacteria like lactobacilli, um, and um, and that's actually been proven. Okay. Um, even aging, so something that we can't control, <laughs> um, you know, decreases yeah. the amount of bifidobacteria and lactobacilli in our guts, and you know, um, and, and that happens as we get older. Yes. Um, so um, there are, you know, people always worry about, well, what can we do about it? And I don't think it's it's just one thing. Sure. Um, we need to look at a couple of different things, um, you know in terms of decreasing everything that I've mentioned. You yeah. know, if you're inactive, exercise to improve the bugs. If you have stress, decrease the stress. If you don't sleep, try and get good enough sleep. Um, taking probiotics oh, yes. um, is another, but, and another I, I, option. And I want to yeah. talk about that because, and especially around, because the antibiotics, first of all, and whenever I hear the word antibiotic, I think of probiotic automatically because any doctor that prescribes normally says, don't forget if you are going to take antibiotics, mm -hmm. to take a good probiotic with it. And I'm like, anti-pro, pro-anti, well, how do these two go together now only? And surely I should be able to take one daily without having to take antibiotics. I should be able to take a probiotic to help, help with gut health. Um, but I want to talk about antibiotics, something sometimes we are, can't avoid taking. Um, what are they doing to our gut ecosystem? Yeah, so it, it is, you know, um, I specialize in bugs, but I also specialize in antibiotics and, and giving them. But but the, the difference is, um, you know, we try and give them appropriately okay. um, because we do know that, um, you know, the studies have shown that even a single dose of antibiotic during your lifetime can have a um, actually a, a long-term effect on um, on your gut flora and can, can have health consequences. So that, I'm talking about even a single dose of antibiotic right. um, has been associated with abnormal flora and that can last for years. Um, so, and I think it's extremely important when you get the antibiotic to make sure that you actually need the antibiotic. Mm. Um, and if you can try and avoid them, you know, try and get a, a second opinion from another GP. Okay. Um, you know, because you can damage your your flora, um, especially antibiotics taken in your formative years of life. Um, so the first couple of years of life, um, certainly being shown with, um, you know, um, association with, you know, things like asthma, yes. obesity, diabetes. Yes. Um, obviously, that's just association. Sure. The, the studies are difficult to prove. But um, it certainly does have an effect on on that little, those cute little things. Oh. <laughs> Listen, for those people that don't know, Doctor, what are, what are probiotics and prebiotics? Yeah, so probiotic is actually a, an, a microorganism. Um, they're usually either bacteria or they are yeasts. Okay. Um, and usually um, the definition um, essentially says it's a, it's a, a bug that is given for improving health. Um, and the prebiotics sometimes contained within a probiotic product um, is actually just the food molecule that goes with it to make it um, act better. Um, so that's a simplistic way of putting it. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Um, now, I, I'm a massive 
fan of probiotics only because I've seen what they've done in my life over the past year and a half. Sure. In terms of I know I enjoy some things that I shouldn't enjoy, like the occasional glass or two of red wine, a glass or two, I'm being very conservative. Uh, but many other things, it gets the weekend and mm. we kind of, you know, that, that, that healthy life we've been living Monday to Thursday-ish, Friday-ish, goes out the window, it's weekend now. Um, so I respect that, I mean, you know, that the, the, the gut is the, probably the most vital part of the well, of the body. And so keeping gut health top of mind for me has been big. Um, the role of probiotics in managing our general health, and I'm talking overall health, our feeling of well-being, our mental health, uh, the nervous system, all of this is tied up Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think people take probiotics for various reasons. You know, a lot of people take them for just for general health, as you've mentioned, gen, um, mm -hmm. daily. Um, some people swear by them for constipation yeah. um, and keeping one regular. I mean, I regularly take Entiro mm -hmm. and Lactovita. Yeah. Um, I find that they work very well and regulate bowel movements. Um, um, people use them for heartburn. They use them for bloating. Um, and I think it's important to, um, obviously, in consultation with, mm -hmm. your, with your doctor, yes. um, to try try and find the, the probiotic for you um, and ensuring that you don't necessarily have any contradiction or severe illness sure. that may preclude you from, from taking them. But generally they are quite, um, they are quite um, safe. Um, and using them every day as a long-term supplement can certainly be done. Um, mm. What's interesting is that not everybody responds to them exactly the same. Um, as you can imagine, humans are completely different. We've got different bugs in our guts. If we, sure. you look at you and you look at me, it's like a fingerprint. Um, so, um, And the same with probiotics. All of them may be different to each other. They've mm. got different bugs in them. Yeah. Um, and um, some of them are live, some of them are inactive. Um, they all have the same aim of conferring health. Um, and, um, you know, and, and just in terms of, you know, uh, it, it may not work. I always say if, if it's, if there's no, if there's no harm, um, and you can try it and it does work, then yes. certainly one can take it. And yeah. um, the reason why it may or may not work is, um, I always kind of um, think of a, a bag of, of Smarties. So our yeah. gut is like a different colored Smarties of all sure. the bugs and functions. Yeah. And if you've got too many blue Smarties and you give an extra blue Smartie, you may make things worse. Gotcha. Whereas if you don't have any blue Smarties yeah. and you don't have that function and you mm. give a blue Smartie, then actually um, your functions may improve. Whereas some people might not respond at all. So, um, you know, I think um, if, if it's helping you and you um, find that your bowel movements are regular, regulated, your heartburn is getting better, then absolutely. And it's mm certainly something that one can try. Um, and if not, then then not. Um, I think the one thing that I've read in terms of um, the father of probiotics, I don't know if you've heard of him, his name is Mechikov, and he noticed that the people in the Balkans ate a lot of kefir, which is that funny yogurt, uh, yes. sour milk yeah. um, stuff. And he said, well, they lived a long time. They slept very well. So it's mm. obviously a, a package. It's a full package. Sure. So sleeping well, stress. Yeah, and eating those bacteria because the kefir is actually clumps of yeah. lactobacilli, bifidobacteria, yes. and yeasts that confer health. Yeah. Um, and he just said, wow, these people are so healthy and they live for so long. So why yes. not then take them regularly um, if, if, if they're not um, – if they're not unhealthy and if they don't cause harm. And I think that's important to just consult with your clinician. Well, listen, simpler aside, and I can honestly say that, that I've been taking them before I started these podcasts. Um, and I'll tell you why, specifically in Tyro, because they've got a thing called a fast melt 
which my mm. kids love. It's, it's like sherbet to them. And if they get up Yum. in the morning, they dad, where's the sherbet? And I know that I just, and there is like a whole different variety. You get the chewables and et cetera. Et cetera. And the drops. And the drops, but they love the sherbet. They're like, and then we all get a little packet of sherbet and we all have a little packet of sherbet in the morning. And I f- it feels just so cool. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's not like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like every other bit of the medication or, or, or general uh, uh, kind of a well-being of vitamins and minerals that you take in the morning. They're, they look like vitamins. They look like Bulls. Absolutely. These ones, they're sherbet. It, looks, yeah. it tastes good. The strawberry flavor is like, I love it. So uh, there's nothing not to love about having that as a part of your regular routine in the morning, which I love. Doctor, tell us a little bit about um, those with compromised immune systems. And we know that's a large community. Uh, what would you then advise in terms of uh, gut health for them? Thank you, Ryan, for bringing that up, actually, Mm. because it's something that I think is quite important to touch on. Um, So by immunocompromised patients, uh, normally we mean patients who are taking chemotherapy. um, They might have had a a transplant, a kidney transplant, and they're taking immune suppressants. And somebody who's on chronic high-dose steroids um, for various reasons, um, and it can be an autoimmune disease. Mm. Uh, Patients with um, other autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus who are taking their also strong um, immune suppressing medication um, and and cancer patients on chemotherapy as well because uh, those can also affect your gut, uh, gut flora. But um, I think it's important in anything that we do in, in medicine, um, the rule, um, basically rule 101 as you get taught as a doctor and during your Hippocratic Oath, et cetera, et cetera, is first do no harm. It's right. called non-maleficence. And, um, and hence, you know, I always say whatever you take into your body, you just uh, um, make sure that you've um, bounced it off a healthcare provider. Um, essentially, you know, we are concerned about any live organisms. So, you know, there are products like um, Lacteal Fort, which is an inactivated product, um, also made by Sipla. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, that can also be effective, but it doesn't have the potential side effects in those immune compromised patients. Um, it can also stop bad bugs from, um, you know, coming into the body. Um, it can also um, um, help uh, cause a tolerance uh, in the immune system. Um, and um, it doesn't have the risk of actually causing um, live organism is in a in a human where you cannot control it because you don't have an immune system to control the proliferation. It can be, can be detrimental because they can enter your bloodstream. Um, so I would probably advise these immune compromised patients not to take live probiotics. Um, so something, um, as I've mentioned, like lacteal fort would be appropriate for them mm. um, without the risks um, that uh, they may have. And when in doubt, just ask your practitioner. Absolutely. I think that's the most important thing. Um, you know, it's very difficult to remember all the little names and products, etc., etc. So ask your practitioner. Somebody has stopped this podcast five times now to go back and just jot down those names <laughs> of the specifics that you were mentioning. But well worth doing that. Otherwise, like we said, contact your uh, your, your practitioner. Great. Lovely. <laughs> Doctor, thanks for your time. Uh, talking again about gut health. It's an important part uh, of our daily rituals in my, in my household. Make it in yours as well. Thank you for listening to Health Matters with me, Ryan O'Connor, in partnership with Sipla. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, remember to rate and review the show and we'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Health Matters in association with Sipla. Check your favorite podcast app for the latest episode.